you know, so many people where they go wrong is they're, they're busy doing a whole lot of stuff, you know, and they feel like, man, I worked so hard today, but it isn't always necessarily the things that are going to take them to the top, you know, yeah. a lot of times it's putting out fires and, and doing these different things. And so Tim Grover had, had talked about how Kobe was, uh, would tell him, you know, uh, a lot of people are always saying, man, I need to get better at time management. But mm. but Kobe said, no, what you need to get better at is focus management. Oh, Not wow. Time management, focus management. And, and so that's really convict. That was really convicting mm. to me, you know, kind of let something off on the inside of me. It's like, yeah, that's, um, that's something I, I, I definitely, I, I want to get better at is focusing on the right things. Cause mm. a lot of days you, you do a lot of things and then you get, before you go to bed at night, you sit back and go, okay, what did I really accomplish today? Yeah. Did I work on the, the right things and the things that matter. Have you enjoyed listening to the incredible Paul podcast? Are you looking for a way to support it? Or maybe you just want some swag? Check out the Incredipal store today. We have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats, stickers, and so much more. Go to Incredipal.org, I-N-C-R-E-D-I-Paul.org, and click on the store link. Or go to the link in my socials bio and click on the Incredipal shop. Looking forward to seeing your Incredipal look. Your professional development is one of the keys to your career success. When you combine your desire to grow with actionable steps, your journey to success becomes an incredible reality. Welcome to the Incredipal Podcast. And now, sharing his expertise, experience, and excellence with the world, here's your host, Paul Ferranbi. I'm Paul Ferranbi. Welcome to the Incredible Paul Podcast, where we learn how to become the best versions of ourselves by learning from each other. I have the honor of having the Executive Minister of a Church over 5,000 members, musician and songwriter, Daniel Blunt. That was just a brief info, but Daniel, how about you introduce yourself the way you would do it? Oh, thanks, Paul, for having me on your podcast. It's a real honor to be here. And, awesome. uh, Yes, uh, I've, um, I'm an executive pastor at Church in the Rock here in St. Peter's, yeah. uh, right outside of St. Louis, and uh, I've uh, been blessed to be a part of the team here now. I was thinking yesterday, Paul, I've been on staff since 2000, so awesome. uh, yeah, it's been a lot of years, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I sure love uh, um, the church and being a part of the team, and uh, um, yeah. <laughs> That's super cool. So 2000, so about 23 years. I'm sure in those 23 years, the, the church has changed even a little bit since then and now. Is there anything you, you can think of or like, what was it like just starting out uh, on staff at the church? Man, it was different. I, I come back from uh, Texas. I had been down there in, in Bible uh, school mm-hmm. and uh, came back and uh, yeah, it, um, I'm trying to remember. That was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, the staff, like you said, lots of things have changed over the years. I was laughing about this with dad a couple of days ago. We used to have to wear uh, ties, of course, every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Had the dockers and the uh, polo shirt. <laughs> you know, um, it was, uh, we, we did not have business casual or, or jeans and trucker hats and t-shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> lots lots of things have changed over the years <laughs> yeah definitely lots of lots of changes <laughs> that's that super exciting I know like for for my family we started coming to church on the rock 
uh, back in 98, uh, towards the end of 1998. Uh, wow. But yeah, so been a part of the church or for a while, but as, as you probably know, like was there, family moved away and then came back about, it's been like four years ago now. So I was excited to be back and see all the great stuff that's happening at Church on the Rock. Oh man, we're glad to have you back. Now, Paul, is that a, is that an Iowa State pennant back there? Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> Good eye. Well, see, you and I got that in common. I was born in Ames. In Ames, awesome. Yeah, so right there where you went to school. So that's that's, that's cool. <laughs> Love cool, the Cyclones. Yeah. Yes, they're they're doing pretty well in basketball right now. So <laughs> I hope they can keep it up. But yeah, Ames, Iowa. For those of you, people who may or may not are familiar with towns in Iowa, uh, just 30 minutes north of Des Moines, right off, Des Moines right off I-80. And yeah, I went to school there, studied chemical engineering, and you were born there, so we have that connection. Yeah. That's super cool. Super yeah, my, cool. my parents pastored there for a couple of years. And uh, yeah, fun fact, Paul, I don't know if you know this, we, we, got, we got two couples in the church, I think, that one of the spouses went to Iowa State. Mm. And then the other spouse went to Iowa. You know? Oh, <laughs> it's really interesting. So two, we've had two couples like that in the past. Really? <laughs> wow, you got a d- divided household, right? <laughs> Don't want to be around them on Saturdays when no, they no game days. Yeah. <laughs> the sidehop trophy, all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, but thinking of that, like just uh, talking about sports, I know. Um, I think you're obviously a Cyclone fan, but any other sports or activities um, outside of church that you're involved in just to do for fun? No, I like watching, I like watching the Cardinals. I like watching baseball Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the Lakers, of course, uh, big Mm -hmm. Lakers fan, big big Kobe fan. Yeah. Uh, But as far as uh, I, you know, I work out a lot with my dad. We, we do CrossFit and that's kind of, kind of fun. So, but as far as being in any organized sports anymore, no, not since high school. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Paul? You do anything like that? Uh, not recently. I I used to do some some rec stuff. I was involved in a a kickball league and dodgeball league a couple a few years ago when I lived in Albuquerque. Um, nice. But but then when I moved to St. Louis, the, the job I had before I was traveling a bunch, so I didn't have as much time to do that stuff. Like you said, diehard Cardinals fan. Last year was fun seeing pools. It was race to 700. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you get to make it out to any games last year? I did. I got I got to go to a few. And yeah. uh, said it's really been cool. It was really cool to see Yachty and Wainwright and, and, and Pujols there all together again. It yeah. Good. <laughs> it's super cool. Super cool. So I know uh, you're you're on my podcast, but I know that you and your dad have a podcast as well for the the dream team, as we call it, at Church on the Rock. So I, I think that kind of started while uh, I was away, and I know I came back and saw uh, what you guys were doing. I think really to pass down the, the culture, Church on the Rock. I think it's amazing. There's always a, a lot of cool stuff happening. Can you kind of talk through um, how that even came to be? Because I don't think there's a lot of churches that have a podcast for their their volunteers. I know they, they have podcasts for uh, members or stuff that talk about like their recent messages. But I think it's unique to have one for your volunteers. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I think probably about five or six years ago, Paul, we just, uh, 
you know, you know, um, Apple has that quote, I think they, they say, you know, where culture trumps strategy every time, right? Mm, culture yes. trumps every time. And I think we started realizing uh, that we need to be better at passing down culture, you know, in a big church, uh, mm-hmm. wherever there's, wherever there are any organization that's big, mm-hmm. there um, begins to get distance from kind of the mm-hmm. top of the organization to those that are further down. Yeah. And, and when you have that distance, a lot of times you, you have kind of a loss of meaning and uh, mm-hmm. kind of this disconnect from the people at the bottom, from, from what really the values are and, and kind of the, you know, the things that matter at the top, they can kind of lose that, you know? And so yeah. dad kind of brainstorms, you know, he has a, a friend of his who um, uh, was the uh, head over Walt Disney world, Lee Cockrell. And wow. he had actually, talked about with Disney that he would do a little, he, he, he would do a newsletter, a weekly newsletter mm. that went out to all his team. Yeah. And he would do just like a little recording, you know, so they could hear his voice and kind yeah. of hear his heart and just send it out back then. You know, this was years ago. Yeah. So dad thought, you know, it'd be cool to do that, you know, with like a podcast, a monthly podcast where all of the dream team, we yeah. could all be on the same page together. We could hear his heart, hear what God was kind of telling him, you know, and, um, um, you know, really kind of be more connected to the culture. And yeah. uh, so that's, that's kind of how it came to, came to pass. <laughs> that's awesome. So just, yeah, really passing on the culture and taking something that's like at, from, from Walt Disney and something that doesn't really have really anything with the church and bringing that into the church. Just like you were saying, like just with large organizations, I think, a lot of businesses can learn from what is being done in the church as far as building community and building character. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel a little bit stuck? Then coaching may be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship that's totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life, want to start seeing results, reach out to Incredible for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to paulferrandi.com or at I am Incredible on all my socials. Click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the best version of yourself. Just overall development. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really cool. I get a lot of great feedback from the team, you know, that, you know, boy, I really, you know, I'm, I'm so glad pastor hit on that this month, you know, mm-hmm. because now I, now I know the why behind what we're doing, you <laughs> know, and, um, and uh, sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll, as a, the pastor sometimes will say something and it'll go through three or four different people and kind of lose, kind of lose <laughs> the tone, maybe Yeah. <laughs> kind of the heart behind it. And so it's, it's great to be able to really hear him and, and hear his heart through that podcast. That's really cool. Really cool. And I know you said dad a couple of times, just so people on the podcast are clear that <laughs> your your dad is the lead pastor for Church on the Rock, Pastor yeah. David Blunt. Phenomenal teacher. Um, just dives deep into the word. I know that was one of the reasons well, my family came to first came to church when I was in elementary, no, even before elementary school. <laughs> and then why I came back to the church as when I moved back to St. Louis, as far as just how practical and how he goes line by line in, in the word and whether you've been a Christian for 40 years or you just became a Christian yesterday, he could really relate to everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. He, yeah. Thanks, Paul. He's, this will be the 40, 40 years, you know, since Church of the Rock has been started yeah. him and my mom and a little library there in St. Peter. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. He's my hero, my mentor. And, um, Man, like you said, just 
the way he teaches the word, uh, there's nothing like it. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal. 40 years. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Just right. to itself. Uh, yeah. Do you, I don't know if there's anything like even in the early years or even the last, the last few years that kind of sticks out to you. Um, I know there's, a, I'm sure there's a lot to choose from, but is, is there anything you, you want to talk about? Oh man, I just, uh, wow, for, yeah, I'm trying to think, because <laughs> uh, yeah, when we started the church, I was like, uh, I want to say I was, I was three or four, yeah, because, yeah, I'm turning 44, so, yeah, but um, no, I think, you know, just, just thankful, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, 40 years uh, for an organization, thankful to um, all the people, of God's faithfulness, uh, you yeah. know, all the people, like, you can't do something like that without there have been a whole lot of people yeah. that invested their time, their prayer, their, mm-hmm. their sacrifice and their effort uh, to make it happen, you know, and uh, man, there's so many examples over the years of just uh, people who who believed in the vision, got behind yeah. it, you know, God spoke to them and uh, they, they gave their all and, and look at all the people that they've touched uh, mm-hmm. because, of, because of that. And so, yeah, I think when I, when I think about 40 years, think about that and, and my parents' faithfulness and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. <laughs> that's not, that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's. I'm, I'm sure you, you feel blessed to have pastor as, as your dad, as you call him, your mentor, your, your coach, someone you can really look up to. Is there anything that kind of stood out to you when you, you were growing up, or maybe when you first came on staff, that kind of he instilled in you or has stuck with you? I'm sure there's a lot to choose from. But yeah. I don't know if anything that resonates with you right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I think first off, you know, his stability over the years, mm-hmm. uh, just a, kind of a, I guess you'd call it grit, you know, yeah. <laughs> Angela Duckworth has that book called grit that the staff had, to, yeah, staff had to read here. And um, when I think of my dad, I think, you know, I, I think of that, you know, just, just day in, day out being there. Um, funny we were talking about Lee Cockrell from Disney World all the staff we were in a webinar yesterday with him and uh, he was talking about two things that he looked for in every um, employee and number one was attitude and and the second was reliability you know that said I could train them on all the other stuff you know but those two things kind of these inherent uh, you know values that that he looked for and I think, you know, that w- with my dad, he, you know, that's really stuck out to me, you know, that. And and then number two, you know, his his relationship with God, having a quiet time every day. <laughs> that yeah. was something he filled with me, um, you know, just really ingrained in me and my brother. Um, I'll, I'll always remember that, you know, having having your daily quiet time with the Lord, your devotional time, you, you don't miss it, you know. Awesome. And then lastly, is like he had a lot of opportunities over the years to to mm-hmm. kind of like, uh, go places and travel places and do these different things. But he, he did put, uh, you know, his family first. And, uh, mm. um, I, I saw a picture of uh, Patrick Mahomes. He was like walking out the quarterback for the chiefs. This last yeah. week, he had a t-shirt on. I thought it was really dope. It, it said, number one, it said, it said, number one, God, number two, family, mm. and then number three football. And, uh, awesome. I think when I think about my dad, I would say that's, that's what he did. God, family, and then church. And, uh, mm. he always knew that we were kind of his first congregation, you know, yeah. you always hear about pastor's kids that go crazy, you know, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they didn't really have that, that, that stable home life. And, mm-hmm. uh, he always made sure he, 
he sacrificed a lot of opportunities he had so that uh, we would stay on track. <laughs> that's phenomenal. But yeah, I'm, I'm speechless. That's that's so cool. So cool. <laughs> so I can kind of like for those of you that are watching on YouTube, I can kind of see a guitar right behind you. I know that yeah. you you lead you lead worship uh, for Church on a Rock a lot of the times, along with your duties as a pastor, your family man as well. Uh, kind of. And I know you just had an, an album that came out as well. Can you talk about that and how like the whole process of even like deciding that you wanted to put out an album? Yeah. Um, thanks, Paul. Yeah. I, you know, I had uh, put out a couple of albums years ago before, uh, like right as my kids were being born, <laughs> it was my last one. And then kids came and we kind of took a break. on. on yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, my father-in-law, he has a, a studio, so I'm blessed with that recording studio here in town. Awesome. And uh, I had a, a goal, kind of a dream of uh, some of my favorite music is like, you know, uh, some of like the uh, R&B music from the 60s, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, Motown, Muscle Shoals type yeah, records, yeah. Those, those ones from the early 60s. And so I kind of wanted to take some songs of faith and kind of take it through that that filter, you mm-hmm. know, and so... Uh, uh, my father-in-law put together a, a great team of guys, even some musicians that used to work with, uh, like Aretha Franklin was on some of her records in the early days, and wow. uh, like even some old country guys like George Jones and the Allman Brothers. Some of the, some of these some of these musicians, and yeah. uh, he just did a fantastic job, kind of like putting that sound together. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I've had several people listen to it. They say, "Man, that sounds old." I'm like, "Yeah, that that's what." <laughs> That's what, you're going for. that's what you're going for you know that was kind of the vision uh that that's my favorite music and that's what i i pretty much like to listen to and and so yeah that we uh we, we did that and i I'm, I'm really happy with what the team did they, they did fantastic they did a great job it's so cool so cool so talk talk a little more about the album like uh what's what's it called like do you have any favorite songs on there Man, that's wow. That's a good question. The the name of the album is called Prophecy, Prophecy. and um, and yeah, it's you can get it on Spotify, you can get it on uh, um, iTunes, I guess, Amazon Music, all those things. Awesome. And uh, but uh, boy, favorite song on there. That's boy. I know I put you on the spot. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I I think I like uh, I like uh, we ha- we were blessed to have the McCrary sisters on mm. there. And they yeah. are just kind of like, I've claimed them as my my aunts. Like <laughs> they, they're kind of like you know gospel royalty. They've, yeah. they've been on everybody's stuff. You know, man, I'm trying to think of it like all from from like Bob Dylan to like Elvis to like mm, wow like Carrie Underwood and stuff. And uh, there's I I love the songs that they're on a whole lot. Yeah. They they're on this one. It's called "Set My Soul on Fire." I think that's the first track on there. Yeah. I really like that one. And then yeah. uh, uh, a great singer here in town who's been a part of Inspire actually a couple of times, uh, Joanna Serenko. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sing this song on there um, with me uh, called No One Like You. And uh, that's that's another one, too. That's those those two are probably my favorite, probably my favorite awesome. ones. But she did a fantastic job. She's so talented. And um, and yeah, it just sound, I, I like the way those two sound. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. So what's it like? Because I, my musical talents just exist on humming and singing off key. <laughs> so 
what's what's it like to go through the songwriting process yeah uh you know it's it's man it's different for everybody i think you know uh you could talk to all the different songwriters and they all kind of got their own little system or process yeah Yeah. for for me i think it's um i kind of get like a melody first you know Mm, okay uh like and then like the lyrics will kind of come, you know, okay. as a result of, of, of something I'm going through or something I'm experiencing. Yeah. You know? um, all the songs on this record, of course, are all faith based, you know, so yeah. they're all flowing out of out of my own personal like walk or relationship. Yeah. With the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think a lot of these I started getting a lot of these actually started in like in 2020 and uh, then continued through 2021. And so uh we put them together and then i presented them to my my father-in-law and uh he he brought in just a fantastic uh team uh tommy sims uh this wow. this bass player uh he's she's the guy is, is a genius uh he's worked with stevie wonder he's worked with yeah. he was bruce springsteen's uh band leader i mean cheryl crow everything you go to and he's just an amazing songwriter and just an amazing person in his own right so mm. just fantastic uh he, he kind of came in as well with willie bartell who's an awesome drummer um i claim him as my brother too he's, he's just awesome <laughs> and uh he's playing all over the world right now but they both uh came in and, and listened to the songs then as well with with uh, another with the rest of the band a guy named simeon a fantastic keyboard player and we all kind of did the first recording kind of the live uh kind of rough if you would um the drums bass mm-hmm. uh, keys all uh, right there went through all the songs you know over a two or three day period yeah, yeah. then you kind of come in and start you know in with the with the overdubs where you kind of start laying stuff and doing okay. back yeah. and things so yeah but uh, sorry that was a long explanation paul no but, no <laughs> that's good i think the more more details the better I, I, geek out on that stuff so <laughs> no, that's that's really cool who because i know you you kind of said like the the 60s r&b is kind of the the music that you listen to and that was kind of the the foundation for this is that do you have a, a favorite artist from that that time frame or just overall Man, favorite artists that's good there i think like uh i love like um those artists back then like wilson pickett otis redding you know aretha's stuff from down there in muscle shoals yeah. alabama that that those were fan, fantastic eddie james did some great work back then i also like delaney and bonnie too they were they were some of the songs on here were really influenced by them and then today there, there's another there's a label out of new york even um called daptone records and uh hmm. they put out some amazing sound of music that sounds like that they influenced oh, me a wow. lot. there's a guy named uh, lee fields who's just fantastic he sings for with them and wow uh, sharon jones she's she's passed away now but some of her records were just you know fantastic but yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a rap rabbit hole right there too (laughs) but uh yeah uh, i i like it all but i really love that that sound of the the 60s back then yeah yeah for sure that's cool (laughs) i feel like especially with this album maybe overall you got to work with and meet a lot of who's who either in the music world just in in the world of, of faith or business and stuff in general 
Yeah. Uh, do you have any encounters, whether it was, it was in the music world or going to a conference, like someone like a famous that you didn't really expect meeting and it was like a memorable encounter? Oh, man. Or maybe you, you expected to meet them and something memorable happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a that's a good one, Paul. Oh, man. Uh, my father-in-law, he, he is, uh, you know, really just... Um, a, a legend and an amazing songwriter in, in, in the Christian um, music world. And yeah. he really uh, uh, introduced me to some, some great people, you know, that yeah. I never would have been able to know on my own. Like, yeah. like I was talking about, you know, like we talked about Tommy Sims. Yeah. I'm just, when I'm around those guys, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm asking them stories, you know, and just trying to be a sponge and yeah. taking notes and <laughs> listening like, <laughs> you know, I think like you know even with Tommy I would I, I probably bless his heart he have to put up with me but I was always asking him you know like what are you listening to you know and he 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 tell me what records and I'm immediately mm. like downloading like <laughs> <laughs> oh as he's talking you know just uh, learn from those guys you know and get better <laughs> yeah yeah talking about getting better in general in general we, I know that's what this podcast is all about leadership and and personal growth and I know especially for you you do a lot of it for for us on the podcast that you do it with your dad I don't know if there's any any books or podcasts or anything you've come across recently that anything that you're like currently trying to grow in or work on yeah man wow that's good Paul yes there's a there is a lot you know dad has this uh the word for our year has been has been focused he's Mm -hmm. for the church here for 2023 yeah yeah, he felt like you know we need to get better at being being focused on on things and so he's given a lot of a lot of teachings about that uh Mm -hmm. and and staff and so um uh, there was a book that he recommended the staff um tim grover he i don't know if you heard he wrote a book called relentless he was Tim Grover was Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Oh and wow! He was also um, Kobe and Dwayne Wayne's Dwayne Wade's personal trainer. Wow! He's got a podcast today, um, you know, um, and lots of YouTube videos and some hmm. some really cool personal growth stuff you could do yeah. on his website. Uh, yeah. He's got like a mastermind group. Just a word of warning: he he does cuss a lot, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. you chew, chew the meat and spit out the bones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. really really amazing guy but uh and he has a new book out i guess not new anymore but a year a year it's about a year old it's called winning and mm-hmm. uh dad had a lot of the staff read it and mm-hmm. uh there's a whole part in there about um focus and and he talks mm-hmm. about how that um uh kobe kobe was a master of of focus and mm-hmm. focusing on the right things and yeah. how that you know so many people where they go wrong is they're they're busy doing a whole lot of stuff, you know, and they feel like, man, I worked so hard today, but it isn't always necessarily the things that are going to take them to the top, you know? Yeah. A lot of times it's putting out fires and and doing these different things. And so Tim Grover had, had talked about how Kobe was, uh, would tell him, you know, uh, a lot of people are always saying, man, I need to get better at time management. But, Mm. but Kobe said, no, what you need to get better at is focus management. Oh, wow. Time management, focus management. And, and so that's really convict. That was really convicting mm. to me, you know, kind of let something off on the inside of me. It's like, yeah, that's, um, 
that's something I, I, I definitely, I, I want to get better at is focusing on the right things. Cause mm. a lot of days you, you do a lot of things and then you get, before you go to bed at night, you sit back and go, okay, what did I really accomplish today? Yeah. Did I work on the, the right things and the things that matter, but that's, that's one book. And then dad's a big Jim Collins fan, you know, Paul, oh, yeah. good to great, you know, in mm. those books. And so one of the books that he uh, has been uh, recommending again, dad was, I think he even talked about it in the marketplace ministry was this one, I think it's called beyond entrepreneurship. It's like 2.0 or something like that. And uh, there's a section in there that this really stuck out. Dad and I've kind of been talking about this lately, but uh, where they're talking, he's talking about like in good to great for those of you that read it, that he talks about how the best companies in the world, they Mm -hmm. usually have these, leaders they're called level five leaders and the, the level five leaders kind of have all the same type of characteristics you know and, and um they, they they may differ in some some areas you know but it, but in the end it boils down to like these two things that are kind of congruent across all these leaders and uh i'd heard this before in good to great but i never heard it the way he explained it and beyond mm-hmm. entrepreneurship and, and number one is he said first off they're humble right Mm. They're, they're they're humble and yeah really and and what, what he means by that you know is they're open to their lifelong learners right yeah you never think hey i know it all i got it all. i got a fortune yeah. 500 company i don't yeah. need i don't need to push anymore you know mm-hmm. um uh, uh, the brooklyn nets coach or one of their old coaches kenny atkinson he always just say i'm humble and i'm curious right it's like mm, i'm wow. gonna keep i'm gonna keep seeking gonna keep searching yes. keep trying to get better you know so he, you know in that book jim collins says well, level level five leaders are humble but then the other thing is is he says you know is that uh they are basically like have a strength of will strength of will mm, right yeah and so that second one that i always thought paul that that meant like they don't give up or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, or like, they're just tough, but he goes on to explain in that book that like, they have the strength of will not to be pulled off what their mission is or, or what their values are. Wow. So they have this like strength of will where like, no one can kind of mold them into something they're not, or like distract them and pull yeah. them away from the thing that they should be doing. Yeah. And that would, that would get, when he explained it, that was like, wow that's that's powerful you know because we all you know with all the distractions we have today Mm -hmm. social media and everything going on you know we all have these things tugging at us you know and then you've always got those voices in your life maybe i should do this maybe i should do the way this guy does it or maybe i should be be and act the way this person does you Mm -hmm. know but um the the those level five leaders they're secure in themselves and what they feel they're called to do you know Mm -hmm. and they're not going to move off it so yeah, those are those are just a couple of things we've been kind of kicking around a little bit and talking about. So, no, oh, that that's really powerful, and that definitely goes along with the the focus you're just saying. That's the the word for the year. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's that's amazing, and like what you said about the the humility aspects. I feel like a lot of people when they talk about humility or humble, they think of someone that's just off in the corner, not interacting with anyone like it's almost like thinking less of themselves but I feel like it was John Maxwell I don't know someone that said that humility is not thinking less of yourself is thinking of yourself less so oh, really wow. yeah so just being others focused 
and putting others first and put what is your vision and your drive first instead of always thinking about yourself and becoming conceited or even arrogant. Wow, that's good. Well, I like that. I'm going to use that. I'll use that in our next podcast. That's good. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. So I I know like as an executive pastor, you probably have a lot of responsibilities, but kind of, can you walk us through like a typical day or if there is a typical day that you have, like what does your, your day or week look like as far as you're preparing for services or different things that are happening in the church? Well, uh, yeah, you know, as far on on the executive pastor side of things, um, one of the main things that I'm over right now is culture, like what you Mm -hmm. talk about. And that's um, not just so much uh, culture, even for the dream team, but then also for our paid staff here, Mm -hmm. you know. And so uh, one of the things that I'm blessed to be able to do is to help out with staff training, uh, passing down culture, passing awesome. down our values, make sure that we're clear on those those things. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, I think you can include under my responsibilities, is we're putting out a lot of fires. Oh yeah. <laughs> out a lot of fires, as as you can imagine. You know, uh, I get to help with that, and then also just um, over arcing, like whenever we got um, like kind of new, I guess you would say. Um, pushes our, our thrust ministry mm-hmm. thrust that pastor or dad thinks that uh we should go i get to head head those up and spearhead those up awesome. and move the team all in that direction so i'm blessed it's, it's really not the same every day you know yeah. it, it changes up all, all the time yeah and, uh, and, and, I, and i'm thankful i'm thankful and blessed so yeah so how like how do you stay centered on the things that matter most to you i know like you we talked about the, the music and your responsibilities as a pastor and there's all these com- competing priorities how are you able to to stay centered what ah oh, that's a good one um i think uh man you know i i know i refer to my dad a lot so sorry about that but that's no that's not a bad thing that's you said you already said he was your, your mentor yeah, your he's made an impact on you know he's been yeah. talking a lot about Paul lately like um eternity um mm-hmm. you know and I think um I think that's 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 one way to, that I keep myself centered you know as I think years down as I as I years down the road one yeah. day I know I'm, I'm going to be looking back over my life mm-hmm. and uh I'm like, what what do I want my kids to say about me yeah what, what do I want my wife Tamara to say about me yes. you know? um was, was he a man of faith was you know mm. was he was he reliable <laughs> you know yeah. easy to work with or oh, yeah. I'm glad he's gone you know <laughs> uh, yeah but uh I think those as I as I look back and I think of that you know I think that's what kind of keeps me centered I'm making sure that um I'm working on the right things you know and um and yeah I I think that and then uh, my faith you know uh, mm. Yeah, God's word, staying in the word every yeah. day, it keeps me centered. Definitely. You know, it keeps me on track. It's my, it's my manual for living, right? Yes, um, yes. it keeps everything in perspective. And and again, Paul, you're kind of doing good. You're tying this all into focus again. You know, it, <laughs> it helps keep me focused on the right thing. Yeah, well, it looks like we have a title for this podcast. It's <laughs> probably gonna be focus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man that, that's that's really cool is there anything uh we haven't talked about yet that 
about yourself or things you're passionate about that you want to you want to share oh man I don't I don't think so I no. again I just thank you for having me on Paul it's an honor and uh you're doing a great job and uh um yeah so I I got a question for you, Paul. Yeah, yeah, go for it. And don't, before you before you ask it, thank you for being on the podcast. It's an honor to have you. Um, thanks. Well, hey, um, I love like your energy and your enthusiasm. For people that don't know, I mean, I think Paul, you are you serve in like I don't know how many departments, probably like five or six different departments here <laughs> at church. And, uh, Every time I see you, you're never like down. You got a big smile on your face. Like you pump me up. Like I'm trying to think, like I see you on videos. You do, you're shooting cameras. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, ever, you're doing small groups. Yeah. It's, it's great because every time, like I talk to department heads, everybody's like, man, Paul is just awesome. Like they got <laughs> great thing to say about you. But uh, let me ask you with everything yeah. you've got going on, because you are a busy guy. How do you stay focused on the right things how do you like and 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 continue to have this energy and enthusiasm and excitement what you yeah seeing? yeah no that, that's a really good question i i would say it's like kind of the things you mentioned that making sure i'm having my my quiet time in the morning because they're the days that i don't do it or i miss it or i'm in a hurry those are the days that I have. I'm like, oh man, this is not <laughs> this day did not start out great, and I almost I have to recenter myself. And it's and it's also just uh, being in the, the moment as well. I think uh, just realizing that, and I think I, I read I read some books about focusing the moment and not worrying too much about the past or the wow. future because a lot of times, like uh, early on, I'm, I'm I'm still pretty young, but. I would get talk about like I want to do this in the future. I want to do this in the five years, and I get so caught up in okay, I'm going to do all of this stuff. And then when I look to my present, I'm like, this doesn't look that great, type of thing. So it's just living in the moment, and like even when I'm I'm, I'm busy or have a lot of stuff going on, it's just definitely my my calendar sets me up, and I've been been more intentional lately uh, since the last year about looking at my calendar scheduling things because like just even like two years ago there'd be times where I'm like there's I don't even know how to get all this stuff done a type thing and yeah, I know you talked about this doing small groups and serving in, in the church and then when I was I was traveling a lot and then I started an incredible I, <laughs> I remember like the first time Mark asked me about doing small groups, I was, I, I prayed about it, but, and I told Mark about this later. I don't know if he ever told you that I was, I was secretly hoping that God would say no. Oh no. <laughs> I did not recruit anyone for my small group. I told God, I'm like, if you want me to do it, the people will show up. And like up until two, I think three days before small groups started up, no one has signed up. I was like, that's the sign. God said, I don't have to do it. And then, then like one person signed up, another person signed up. Like the end of, I had like six people signed up. I was like, <laughs> all right, all right, God, this is what you want me to do. Um, and, and just walk in it. But I, I don't know if I've answered your, your question, but I think it's just staying grounded in my faith and also 
um, understanding what is the most important thing to me. Because I know I just got I got married last year, and before the the most important thing to me was uh, my health, my job, uh, all, my first my faith, but my health and job. And then now transitioning into okay, I have a wife now, so I have to make sure she's she's my priority. And you can ask her; I don't always do the best at it. Uh, I'm a work in progress, but I think it's just just not giving up and just um, failing forward uh, because. Failure is not, I, I tell people this all the time, failure is not a bad thing. And it's not something who you are. It's something that happens to you. And you can always learn from your failures. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, you're doing a great job, man. And uh, you inspire me. Thank inspire you. Yeah. Thanks. That, that means a lot. That means a lot. Well, I, I want to make sure uh, people know how to find you and connect with you and then talk about your album as well, Prophecy, how they can um, listen to that. Yeah, they can find it on uh, Spotify or iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Um, it's all awesome. across there. Yeah, and, and we have some CDs that are going to be coming here at church, some hard copies. Awesome. You know, like like <laughs> old school. And um, But yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm here at church all the time. And uh, they can feel free to email me on the website. I got an Instagram, Daniel M. Blunt. And uh, yeah, that's how you get contact me. Awesome. So it's, it's been an honor having you, Daniel, on the podcast. And for all of you all listening, you heard from Daniel's story with his his mentor, his hero, uh, Pastor David Blind, and all the stuff he's been doing through um, his life, through his music, impacting people, driving the culture for Church on the Rock. And just a quick plug for those of you who are looking for a church home, Church on the Rock is on YouTube. It's on Instagram Live, on if you have an app, wherever you want to, if you want to get plugged in, go at MyCOTR and just learn more about this great culture. But um, just continuing on, I'm, I'm glad you, everyone out there, was able to listen to this podcast, learn from Daniel's story, as we are on this journey of becoming the best versions of ourselves. Thank you for listening to the Incredible Paul podcast with Paul Ferranbi. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you here next time. And be incredible. Incredible. incredible.